All right, coming to you from my basement in beautiful Chicago, I am your host, Amanda Costner. This is LesCast, and we are recapping Season 3, Episode 2 of The L Word Generation Q. We're coming at you a little bit later than normal. I spent some time over the holiday uh, with my family. We had a lot of great food. uh, And I thought it would be the perfect episode to have the one, the only, none other than my wife, Ro. Hey. (laughs) Uh, Now, Ro. This is the first L Word podcast uh, we've done together. Uh, just so the listeners know where you stand, uh, are you a Tibeter? Are you pro Danny and Gigi? Where do you stand in this world? Yeah, yeah. I'm um, a Tibeter and I'm also <laughs> pro Danny and Gigi. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, pro all the way. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, there you have it, listeners. That's <laughs> where she stands. <laughs> I mean, like, t- like, t- the, like, Tibet is just like such a classic, timeless. They're like the you know original couple, and so you know they'll always have a place in my heart, even though they're a little bit like problematic and toxic at times. I just feel like you know you can't deny their appeal. So <laughs> okay. yeah, no. uh, okay. Well, we have an action-packed episode to get to so let's just jump in to episode two uh we start off back at bet's place uh angie has just busted her mom's making out and then she sort of immediately leaves she's like ew gross i i loved the way that 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 the last episode ended and and the and the way that this began with that like you know the Angie walking in and it's just great. <laughs> what what a bummer for Angie though. Like, um, because like have you ever has this ever happened to you where you have something on your mind you want to talk to somebody about, and then when you find them, you realize they're like balls deep in something else. And you kind of have to just like not talk about the thing you wanted to talk about because they're like, you know, their pet just got sick or something, like or something maybe yeah. more intense. I mean, yeah, like that that part definitely sucks that, you know, like Angie was, you know, going home to get some support, find some support and that she wasn't able to find that. But like, on the other hand, you know, like her moms are back together. And so like, I mean, even though it's like kind of weird and gross, like I'm sure she had like mixed feelings about it. And like maybe it was, it seems like there was a part of her that was probably happy for them and maybe excited for them, cautiously excited and, um, but yeah, like in that moment, certainly she probably wasn't feeling that she was, it was probably just like, just <laughs> a mixed, mixed bag, mixed emotions and probably yeah, a little bit of like probably disappointment. <laughs> well, good thing she doesn't stick around because uh, mommies are <laughs> getting hot and heavy. Yeah. Uh, I loved how, I loved how they were just like, like Andy just like, was like, okay, gross. And then <laughs> left and they're just like, yeah, cool. Uh, let's just pick this back up where we left off and <laughs> yeah, they're like, do um, each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What did you so. think of the big hookup scene? I liked it. I thought like, I feel like they still have a lot of chemistry and like, um, it was interesting. Uh, I think that was like, Oh, I'm different now or something. I thought that was like kind of a, inter- you know, like kind of a cool. Interesting... Did you think she went different? Like, Oh, it's been theoretically years since they hooked up, or 
What did you think she meant by different? Oh, I, you know, I assumed that it meant like her uh, doing it skills or, you know, her, her uh, you know, like the news she's just changed, right? Like as a you person, as a lover. You thought she was warning Tina, hey, I've got new moves now. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, or like, yeah. like same old hook, hook, lick to the left. <laughs> Right. you around the right and then rock you know <laughs> yeah okay. like maybe she likes different things or she wants different <laughs> things like that's kind of how i interpreted it um okay which was like kind of it made it kind of hot like they were you know like even though they were this um previously married couple and probably you know been there done that <laughs> like um it was like oh it's still like you know there's like this new exciting aspect to it that made it kind of hot i thought <laughs> I wondered if they purposefully showed Tina talking Bet, like sort of as a little hint that, you know, Bet would end up, spoiler alert, following her to Canada. Yeah, right. Because like Bet is like kind of like a top, so, you know, sort of like he's like very <laughs> dominant. So like, yeah, maybe that was like a little foreshadowing. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, we cut to Danny and Gigi fighting. Was mm-hmm. was I the only one that was just a little distracted by the Gigi bra sleeveless vest combo? Yeah, I feel uh, so like I feel like they just like like Gigi had like no, no like nothing in this episode. She was just like randomly texting, you know, throughout the episode, and then you know, and then we all know what happens at the end. Or I guess we'll discuss what happens at the end, but um, uh. But yeah, I just feel like they were like, oh, we need to just, I feel like they almost like just used, like, just like used her hotness with that bra scene. And then like, but like there wasn't any, yeah, but there wasn't anything substantive with her, unfortunately. And But it was so, working. I was like, oh, great <laughs> job, writers, with this <laughs> yeah, great choice great to put her in this. a bra. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know, I know. I I don't know. It did, I mean, of course, you know, she's extremely hot, so um but like I, I for me it didn't make it didn't uh, justify the rest of you know what they what they did to her <laughs> uh, otherwise, unfortunately. But um yeah, but the, yeah, I was you know, was this wasn't complaining. I'm not complaining about the bra scene though. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, easy there, hon. Easy. Okay. you know the first time i watched this scene i i did not notice but when i rewatched this episode danny gives Gigi the dirtiest look when Gigi says nat's name on the phone Mm. and i am calling it danny knows that Gigi still has feelings for nat oh okay you think that's right um yeah maybe i didn't like immediately interpret it as as that I just like did it I just like because just because I think that in the previous episodes or the previous seasons they just had it just seemed so like Gigi was like took completely over Nat you know it just seemed like that so strongly and they were just like they had both kind of moved on so it, I mean it just that would like, be a total she wasn't shift. over her when they were in the thruple yeah that's true but like I feel like the whole last season they were like both kind of moving on and so and like i don't know yeah i mean i guess i i saw it more as like i I really did see it as i did see it as like she was just trying to be respectful of her co-parent and like trying to be you know even though i thought it was like a little overkill like you know i'm not sure why 
Nat had to approve of Danny moving in because doesn't do they all kind of know each other? Like, right. so I'm like, I don't know, no. like, I don't know, maybe if it's like a rando, like, you know. Do you think in their world, um, Nat Nat was like went to Gigi when Alice was moving in and was like, is it okay for Alice to move in? With yeah, Alice? like, did that happen? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of like that was a little stretch. Uh, it was mm. a little too much, but um. But like I did kind of understand, I could have got kind of understand like that storyline of, you know, that she's a she's a parent and uh you know, person outside of that, and that she has to kind of balance those two things. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, well, we find Shess, aka Shane and Tess, waking up in bed oh. together. <laughs> Tess <laughs> brings up the bar, and then Shane asks Tess, "Are you manipulating me?" Yeah, right. And it seemed like she was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, because when Tess gets the call from the real estate person or whatever, um, she leaves Shane hanging there. And, yeah, like, she kind of like blows her off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so. Yeah, Tess is kind of in her own world a little bit. And, um, and like Shane is like not, like she's like trying to convince herself to, go along but like she, you know you can tell her heart isn't in it and yeah. she's starting to her eyes are starting to wander <laughs> yeah did you watch the trailer for the next episode i don't remember if we watched it we i can't remember honestly the trailer makes it seem like it's gonna happen <laughs> oh really uh, with kalani <laughs> yeah because with ivy yeah it, and it looks like sophie oh. busts them somehow but i don't know maybe that's editing tricks Ooh. okay question yeah. Are Sophie, Finn, Micah, and Maribel all living together? Is that the arrangement this season? Oh. Because uh, I saw someone online say that, and it totally surprised me. Now that you, I didn't even think about it while I was watching the episode, but yeah, because like Maribel was like saying that she and Micah were living together for like mm-hmm. several months, and then Finn just came back and is staying with Sophie, I guess. I'm not sure if. I can't yeah, it seems they're... like mate are like I. What I can't tell is are the two couples living together? Because yeah, I, I don't think I don't Micah know. like Micah had his own place in season one, I think, and just came over a lot. But is that I can't I honestly can't, I can't remember. Yeah, that was, that would be weird if like two couples were living together. I feel like that would be like a weird dynamic, especially um, since for us, I would be like hell no. <laughs> yeah, no, but, right. But I mean, people do it, like you know, save on rent. But like siblings living together with their with their significant, significant others. others. I don't know. I, maybe, but I don't that know. was like a recipe for disaster to me. <laughs> yeah. With, like, but we, I don't know. you would. That's just like a no. You would never. Like we yeah. we won't be moving in with my sister and brother in law anytime soon. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, I would never agree to it either, but. To know. <laughs> oh yeah that's a terrible idea well uh the big plot line for these four revolves around a game of pictionary uh, but before the game starts sophie tells finley maribel hates you <laughs> yeah i know right yeah so that's like i was like kind of that, i mean I, I kind of feel for finley like that's like tough she's like trying to start afresh you know and make up for make amends and like make up for her mistakes and then maribel is like really not letting her 
do that and, and kind of bringing up the past and not let, you know, mm-hmm. not. Um, so that's kind of tough. Uh, I feel, I, you know, I feel for Finn Finley. Yeah. You know, what's interesting to me is in the scene where between Sophie and Maribel, um, <laughs> they have this like sisterly moment where Maribel agrees to the game and then yeah. she, le- she leaves and then Sophie lets out a little like help right before the end of the scene. I thought that was like, interesting oh i missed that that's, that's uh, cute though. just like yeah. a fun little note of like how the night's about to go yeah um, a bit of like yeah yeah i think okay. the show is definitely making us feel for finn um yeah. but also okay that being said i do i do have to say we we do get this moment in the show uh i just want to play this clip Finn comes in when they're about to play Pictionary and Finn just absolutely just word vomits the most horrific sentences. <laughs> like it is so awkward when she is trying to congratulate them on wanting to start a family. Let me play this I, clip. Yeah. Play this clip. Okay. okay. Let's watch She's, it, yeah. They're all in the kitchen together. In comes Congratulations, Finn. Congratulations, by the way, on a baby. Like a goo goo gaga cute baby. You're not supposed to know that. Oh, but it's gonna be so cute. A little combo of both your faces. Wait. No. No. You're gonna have to choose. How are you gonna choose? You guys both have such good faces. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I cringed a lot. And I was like, Finch should know better, dude. She's like, you know, she's, she's a, a queer gay, person. She's a queer person, yeah. yeah like she should know or like i just like accurate honey are we giving ourselves too much credit like i just I, feel like that's i just feel like that's like what my like well meaning straight friend or family member would say you know not you know like the like kind of like a little bit ignorant and like oh you're going to have the <laughs> you know oh wait but how is that going to work how does it work <laughs> It is like a very straight bro thing to be like, hey, can, oh, wait. Like, oh, oops, uh, does not compute, you know? It's like, come on, dude. Yeah. So I just like, I was, I was like a little like surprised, but uh, it was like kind of a funny, tense, you know, it was an awkward moment. But I was also like, come on, really, Finn? Like, come on. <laughs> um, yeah, that when I, like, just the, those, like, when she, when Jacqueline Tabani read those lines in the script, I wonder, like, what she was thinking, if she was, like, laughing or what, but yeah. th- those lines are pretty, oof, it's pretty cringe. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <sighs> okay, um, well, back at Dana's, Bet and Tina walk in holding hands. Alice says, it's like no time has passed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I felt that way too, you know. I can, you know, like just feel like we've seen that hundreds of times before. <laughs> My memory <laughs> of the original show is like so much of them being broken up, but uh yeah, there's some But I feel together. like them I feel like like that scene of like literally just them walking in to like what in the old show the planet together. Mm-hmm. Like it, it evoked that for me. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know, yeah, it was just yeah. It, it, I just um, felt like that was kind of an iconic sort of entrance. <laughs> well, Shane spills the tea that Jordy broke up with uh, Angelica. And I really loved this part where Bet starts to go in on Jordy and Alice puts a stop to it. Like, goddess Alice. Have I mentioned how much I love Alice? 
I just love this, how, you know, it's easy to go in on this 18 year old kid, you know, who broke Angie's heart. I imagine I like might do the same thing <laughs> when I'm a parent, you know, you want to protect your kid, but in comes Alice and she's like, don't get negative. I yeah that. yeah yeah that was that was like nice yeah i feel like um i feel like angie's like lucky like it would be like i feel i do feel like alice and um shane are like cool aunt, aunt type figures you know role mm -hmm. models slash mentors you know um and like yeah i think yeah like they um that was like a good that's you know that that's what that's what like that type of a figure is there for is like for like your ups and downs your heartbreaks and things like that and and like and like it's it's sometimes easier to go to them compared to like your parents who like you know you may not you may not mm -hmm. understand or maybe they're busy doing each other you know busy <laughs> <laughs> hooking up and breaking up and getting back together yeah, and yeah exactly also, so like, the best yeah. exit line of the episode I feel like uh, was when Alice was like uh, I gotta go this is jo JoJo Siwa's people. <laughs> oh like, yeah i you know what i was they were like joking about how like they were like i don't even know what those words mm -hmm. mean i'm so old you know and i i i also didn't know who jojo <gasps> Siwa was Babe, i was gonna <laughs> ask you if you knew who jojo Siwa so i was like was. oh i guess i'm old too <laughs> yeah so you have I, no idea who jojo Siwa i was. i think i googled her she's um what do you think she is um is she a musical artist she is, yes. Okay. Good job. Yeah. I think I googled her. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's mostly. So her story is that she got her start as a like small child, as you do these days, on like one of those shows where it's like little kids that dance, and then their moms are horrible, and their moms are like the stars too. Oh my god! Like, uh, I don't know if it's toddlers. Okay, now I have to Google. Now I gotta Google. Uh, something like to oh she was on a spinoff of dance moms called abby's ultimate dance competition oh man so. not even like the main one a spin -off. <laughs> but <laughs> she's been famous bleak. for a long time okay yeah. uh by the way if you are watching this on youtube if you would uh take a moment and subscribe we are trying to get to 1,000 subscribers so that we can get monetized. Right now, when our videos do well, we're not able to get paid for those ads that run on those videos. So it would really mean a lot to me. If you could uh, take that time, if you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Hell yeah. We get to the gallery event, which Danny is running. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is her new job? I Like, is she a party planner? Yeah, she does events. Okay. And event planner party planner mm -hmm. okay. yeah, yeah we're just talk about marketing doesn't yeah i don't know <laughs> i mean okay i'm trying to think like you probably could transition from what was she doing in season one she was doing she was like marketing right for her like for dad's company yeah but she was also oh. working for bet yeah like politics oh yeah she's like public relations or something yeah. for her Campaign. I guess you could go from like public relations and politics and big corporations to planning galleries and stuff like that. Like, I yeah. guess. I know. It's a little bit of a jump. I feel like, yeah, I never really know what's going on with Danny. She's or like, oh, her dad <laughs> and all that. They just like threw all that away. No, like the dad, like, like nobody, <laughs> nobody cares. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's interesting that this whole gallery event evolves around Angie's bio dad. Marcus Allenwood, but they don't really mention 
how he passed away before Angie got a chance to meet him. I just found that interesting that they they almost used his character more from like an art standpoint uh, than from like how we're getting to see, you know, I don't know how his death like affected Angie. Yeah, they really did not go into that at all from last season. Like they just kind of like, it seems like she like grieved and <laughs> has like moved recovered. On. And it's And it seems like she has like, they kind of implied that she had like a relationship with her mm-hmm. other, like have her half sister and her his wife and stuff like that. But um, yeah, didn't really delve into that too much. What do you think of Alice's famous actress trying to get her to join a sex cult uh, oh, as, yeah. her, as her date? <laughs> I thought that was like kind of funny. Like yeah. it's like a kind of funny thing to happen to Alice. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah, that was like entertaining. It's yeah. Kind of fun. And you know, I thought it was like, it seemed, I don't know, I'm not in this world. Maybe I should get Ash on the line. I should ask her, but I, I don't, it seems like maybe that's a thing with like celebrities at like big fancy galas. Like you might have some cult recruit, like trying to recruit you. <laughs> yeah. Never, or like, I, like a Scientology, <laughs> like some, all of a sudden somebody's like, Hey, you want to, you want to come check out this stuff, this Scientology stuff? Like, I feel like that could happen. Like ha- yeah. a lot of celebrities are Scientologists. I mean, that's how you know you've made it is when, like, <laughs> a cult tries to recruit you, you know? It's like, all right, I've I never, have made it. <laughs> I really, I've, I've never been recruited by a cult. Like, I, I so mean, yeah, you're, it's, you're, you know, small, small fries. I mean, you're homophobic. Yeah. Nobody's <laughs> recruited me. <laughs> Alice tells Shane, you've got the itch. Uh, you know, oh yeah, yeah, right, yeah, because she's like, you know, like says, when get things get too fancy. real, yeah, you start to <laughs> yeah, wiggle. Yeah. What it's is true? Think? Is is Shane about to cheat? I know I said I thought she was. I mean, she's a perpetual cheater, right? So she's just continuing this storyline. Her story hasn't changed. And, Somebody is. Uh, I don't know. The writers are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's it. Seems like they're, it's going in that direction. They really, they don't really, they really don't want to have Shane involved very much. Keep <laughs> <laughs> the perpetual cheater. Yeah, season one was I don't want a baby. I can't. I'm gonna, you know, my marriage is done. And whatever. was that the reason that her marriage ended? I thought that's the reason. Did, did you uh, not think? That? I just uh, maybe I actually completely forgot about that. So. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they certainly talked about it a lot. If that's not the reason their marriage. Okay. Ended. That was another like dumb plot line. Like, have this huge ass plot line about somebody we meet at the very end of the season. Just yeah, sorry. I actually like, forgot we even met her, Kiara. Like, so. mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I totally forgot that. Exactly, okay. and it's it's hard to make characters we never see hardly. It's like hard to make them memorable characters. And if you yeah. don't have a memorable character and it's a big plot line, then the plot line doesn't matter. Anyways, so. yeah, no. There's too much to bitch about with season three for me to bitch about season one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's let's stay on, on point. Yeah. <laughs> but we do get this. We get Bet and Tina to see each other at the gallery. And they reenact this scene from the OG sh- uh, show. Did you recognize this scene, honey? I kind of did. I um it reminded me of like um, do you remember like there was like an episode, there was like a really like classic episode um where they 
reviewed like how people met like they did all these flashbacks how yes, like the characters met each other and i just remember like they had they talked they showed how like ben tina met which was like um it was something like you know tina had a boyfriend and like came to Beth's gallery and then yeah. pretended to leave an earring or something and then came back later without her boyfriend and like was like oh my earring you know and then they like hooked up or something yeah it was like something like that um not you're making it come to me yeah 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 so i think i i that's like what i remember that's all i remember but i that's like what that rem that scene reminded me of i think they were trying to evoke that. okay but the memorable thing about that episode is alice's flashbacks right when she's in the band <laughs> yeah oh yeah i forgot about that yeah where she's like in a <laughs> punk rock band mm -hmm. or something yeah, yeah. Um, what do you think of Angie's new love interest, this young fella? Um, he was like kind of like cute, like you know. I mean, if if she must be with a man, or a or a male or a you know male presenting person, um, mm -hmm. um, yeah, like I thought he seemed like very earnest and cute, and like she, it was like. Um, you know, kind of a spontaneous kiss and, you know, mm. so that was like, you know, I thought like she, she at one point was like, I'm in, I'm going to be in my whole phase, you know, mm -hmm. so that, you know, I kind of saw it as like her just being Starting a little bit, <laughs> yeah. well, even though she wasn't being that, you know, it was just a kiss. I mean, yeah. but uh, yeah, I just thought, thought she was like having fun, being a bit spontaneous and just exploring things. Do so. you care about Angie's like love life storylines? I feel like this this divides the fans. Like half the fan base is into it, and half is kind of like, eh. Um, I I I like Angie. I I don't know. I I do like her, and I liked her. I liked like, um, her and uh, Jor was it Jory was Jordy, the... Jordy, Jordy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like I I think like to me like, she is like the you know kind of Gen Z. Mm -hmm. TikTok generation, yeah, and so like they never um, show, show her TikToking, not realistic, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like you know, and like you know, like this generation is like a lot more open and fluid, and like um, mm -hmm. you know, like diverse, diverse in terms of gender and and mm -hmm. terms of just a lot of things, and so like um, yeah, like I think I I think that they're. Uh, or that's how you know i think maybe she represents that and i i don't i think it's like interesting and yeah. that's a good point i like that finley finds out about drew but um you know i thought this was pretty funny uh maribel reveals the uh hooking up that's been going on behind finley's back and um we get an interesting scene where Finley's like, oh, you did nothing wrong, but also, why haven't you apologized? So that was interesting. Yeah, well, I think that was, like, just, like, um, it showed that she's human, you know, like, even though on paper, you know, that everything seemed, you know, like, she's okay with it, she agreed, you know, they agreed to, like, maybe see other people while Finley was in rehab. Um, you know, she's still, she's a, still a human, and she's still, you know, it's still hurts her she was like you know she was like i want to know and i also don't want to know and i thought mm -hmm. that was like a very human thing you know so yeah to me i thought what it said was okay well if you consider that cheating well she didn't really but she got hurt by it so basically mm -hmm. it was 
in a seemingly arranged that like they would get back together and they're telling each other they love each other. Like this is pretty serious. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I, I don't know how that works into Finn sobriety and how that works, honestly, with people and relationships, if they have to go take a break like that with sober living, like that's a complicated situation. Yeah, that's tough. I agree. I don't know the right answer. I think it's different for everybody. And like, you know, I think. I'm just wondering if the the stress of their relationship will possibly be what we see. Like, I want is is Fen going to relapse? I wonder if that's going to be part of her story. Oh, you're worried about her. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, could be. Mm -hmm. Um, Back at the gallery, Bette Porter makes the grave mistake, honey. If you ever whisper the words "stay" into my ears, I will go full. Yeah, that was. Um, Tina that was gets like, real mad. You know, yeah, she was pretty pissed. But like, I, I kind of get it. Like it was like it was a little over, you know, <laughs> over over the, over the top. Yeah, but like, um, but then on the like on the other hand, like I kind of get it because she was like, you know, I I'm always following you. I'm always doing stuff for you. I'm always sacrificing for you. And now you're like just asking me to do that to do this again. You know, like that, that's that's yeah, kind of like very. She's Tina. very selfish and you know, but, okay, like, very, but Tina, it makes sense for maybe for us to stay um where our daughter and all our friends are and yeah sitting. yeah no i yeah I, I mean yeah i agree but the, but like tina's life is wherever she lives i don't even know where she lives canada or canada yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> even yeah, though i feel like carrie lives in la so how is tina's life in canada yeah, where's carrie have we seen her actually yeah. i don't know where she lives but we're gonna see her in the next episode yeah oh okay okay yeah. I do miss some Carrie. I do, I do too. Yeah, I'm. I yeah, I'm excited to see more of her. Okay, so anyways, this big fight happens. Alice, Shane, Bet, and everyone, Tess, everyone decides Bet needs to go chase after Tina. No passport, no nothing. Just I gotta go. Ben, win your mom back. What a line that is. <laughs> they, they practically run Danny over on the way out. Just. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, Beth throwing her to the wolves. Uh, she's never gonna another, get another interview with uh, what was it, Variety? <laughs> yeah, again, I was like, "What is that about? What is that? What you, was that interview for?" <laughs> didn't feel, those weren't high stakes for you when she yeah, lost yeah. Her connection with that journalist. Yeah, I think I just like don't really know what's going on with her. <laughs> like, like uh, definitely like Danny and Gigi's storyline is just like you know an afterthought in this episode oh complete (laughs) afterthought like this is the bet and tina kind of break up kind of get back together episode uh this is the 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 elevator pitch for this episode is bet porter running through cars to get to tina that's it yeah that's to uh suddenly i see yeah (laughs) that was a pretty good Song. Some people good, were bagging the uh, song choice online. Really? Oh yeah. man, I love that song. Oh, it's like such a classic Ro- lesbian song. Like, uh, uh, Ro was like twerking to this, listeners. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. You, I remember you were really into this. Yeah, I'm pretty. <laughs> and also, you were like pumped up about like that Porter running to get Tina. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even though it was like very stupid and cliche, it was like kind of <laughs> but fun. it was like really fun. Yeah. Yeah. We randomly get a shot of Gigi singing in the car and dangerously texting, if I might add. I know. I actually, when she was like text, 
doing all the texting, I actually was like, oh my gosh, are they gonna? Mm. Are they? Gonna, oh, I know. knew. Because and I then, and, but then they did it, and she put it down, and she put both of her hands on it, and then they, you know, it was like, oh. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are your thoughts on all the GG nonsense? Oh, I mean, yeah, just as I said, it was like just a, her complete her storyline is an afterthought. Um, they basically just used her for that boob shot and <laughs> now and now they're you know putting her in a coma or something i don't know what where they're going with this i what? like they're just completely underutilizing these two hot actors right now what and could they have done okay hon if you you have sepida for like maybe three episodes in this third season what are you do? What are you doing with her? How are you wrapping things up with Gigi? I mean, I don't know, but like not this, you know, like, <laughs> like what? You're like, the- I ain't no writer. <laughs> yeah, and like I, I don't know, like maybe I would, I would try to feature her more if there's limited time, and like try to give her a good exit. That's like, you know, she's moving away for some opportunity, and like. Um, let's have throw a fun goodbye party for her and like, you know, I don't know, like <laughs> you would have her storyline be throw a fun goodbye party for her. Yeah. Gigi. And then like and then and then like a lot of like fun misadventures happen during, you know, with the with the group, with all the characters happening right, with the group. I don't know, like I I want something like fun and like uh I want like I don't know. I feel like sometimes the show is like dramatic for the sake of being dramatic and it's not mm-hmm the drama is not adding much. It's just yeah. like, it's, there's, it's kind of falls flat. Um, yeah. A question. Why did they have the 18 year old drive the chase car? I was wondering that too. I like, at first I was like, are they drunk? Is she like the, like, the designated driver? Probably. I, I have no idea. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, and then they yell at her the whole time about the routes she's taking. I would have been like, do you want to drive? Do, does anybody, do you want, do you want to drive? That's funny. Like, I didn't even notice that, but that's funny that that like was very triggering for you because I think <laughs> you, I think you always drive and you have like a little road rage and stuff sometimes. Honey, <laughs> shh, shh, shh. Don't, don't tell the listeners about my road rage. No, I'm a very sweet angel when I'm on the roads. <laughs> I don't yell and curse at people and use the middle finger. (laughs) Actually, that's a rule I made for myself where I don't flip people off just in case. um, So somebody doesn't chase us down and try to murder us. That got real. That's great. (laughs) Uh, They stall out in traffic and the car yells for Tina, but Tina can't hear. She's listening to her daily meditations. Yeah, that was funny though. She's like <laughs> trying to <laughs> relax and stuff. It's like kind of silly. Bet gives a little speech to everyone in the car before she leaves. I, yeah, this whole this whole scene was like very cheesy, but like it was it was it was still kind of fun. But it was like, I you know, she's like, I, I Alice, you've always been my favorite, Shane. Don't ever change. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. You don't. You know, it's like just yeah. You know, I was like. Did you, you did you notice Angie's face when uh, she tells Alice that she's her favorite ex-girlfriend besides Tina? Oh, no. Angie makes like a little that. face they show for half a second where Angie's like, you know, oh, nice. she just makes a face. Oh, kind of. An appropriate reaction. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. As I mentioned, I love the Bet Porter running through the streets scene. 
yeah, it was fun. Yeah. What would you rate her speech to to Tina? One to ten. Ten being good. Uh, I thought it was like seven point five. It was like pretty good. It was like I said, very little cheesy, over the top at times. But like you know, there was some good stuff, and I liked, I liked like the set the under the underlying sentiment that she was you know that she was wanted to kind of focus on being with Tina and make that the center of her life and not focus on herself and her own career and kind of mm-hmm. not be as selfish and stuff so I like I mean that. uh there's art in Canada she can she can do art stuff up in Toronto oh, I think yeah. that's where oh, Tina come is. On. it's Beckwater she's gonna like <laughs> run whatever town <laughs> whatever she'll take it place over in Canada there. yeah exactly. <laughs> get some good poutine up there mm-hmm yeah, well, it works. Beck gets in the car, uh, only to be told by Canadian authorities, no, uh, your reputation as an art dealer alone cannot get you into this country. You do need a passport, ma'am. Ma'am, you need a passport. Um, so that that's what happened. No, of course, that didn't happen. But uh, that's what would have happened. I, I, I thought that actually happened. I was like, oh, did I have a false sleep <laughs> <laughs> like, you I, was, I, was, I was just like nodding and smiling. I was like, oh, yeah. No, okay, here's what happens in the episode. In the episode, she calls, like, some assistant to bring her her passport, right? Uh, and she just takes a later flight anyways. So they didn't show that because it would have been anticlimactic. Oh, okay. Oh, are you that's also not actually... No, that's... I'm, <laughs> okay. I'm okay. speculating. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying that it's kind of funny that she chases Tina to go fly with her to Canada... Yeah, when, like she would Without not have passport. had her passport on her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> Danny finds out Gigi has been in an accident, and that's it. That's the episode. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I don't know. I didn't like how it ended. I, you know, I just don't like what they did to Gigi. To Gigi, I just feel like it was like real dirty, real dirty, real mean. Um, like the last episode ended on a really fun slash funny note with. Angie walking in on her, mm-hmm. on, you know, Bet and Tina making out. Like, it was like fun. Uh, this is like, oh, your beloved, hot, favorite character just got T boned. <laughs> yeah, they, them doing Come it on. while we watch Bet and Tina reunite. Like, do they think yeah. they're the Godfather? Who do these guys think they are? It, exactly. It was like, it was such a weird contrast. It, it took away a little bit, maybe, you know, maybe from the Bet and Tina thing. <laughs> And I like I understand what they're going for, like a dramatic thing, like a dramatic high with a dramatic low, but it was just like it didn't work, you know? It was like you didn't even give us any Gigi in this episode and then you T bone her, you know? Like Yeah. You're <laughs> you're right. I I'm like I knew we were I knew going into the season we were only getting a little bit of Sephida Moafi. I did not know it was like gonna be like this. Like yeah, sprinkles. No, this is- yeah. Yeah. Taste with sprinkles. Yeah. Okay. Any more thoughts on episode two? Uh, what do you think of Jennifer Beals only being in two more episodes, I believe? Um, and, and Laurel Holloman, too. They're both leaving. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess that's fine. You know, of course, I love both of those characters. And, like, I would have I loved them to be in more. But, like, I kind of came into the season knowing that they were going to be in a limited number of characters. So, like, I think... I think they did a good job of like wrapping up that storyline, you know? And so, and so like, 
you know, I'm ready to see what some of these other storylines develop and then they'll come back at some point for whatever reason and it'll be like a nice surprise, you know? So, yeah. All right. Um, yeah. I think I've accepted it. I, I, it would be so much easier to accept if we were also losing Gigi. Yeah. That's, that's like a bummer. Yeah. That's what's it good. makes yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I always saw Tina only coming in for a few episodes. Like who knew we would have even right. gotten her for this many? She's a you know, she's a painter now. She's not, she just did yeah. this to be awesome, you know, like yeah. she doesn't have to come back and do this. Yeah. Um, I, like exactly. Like I, I would be way more like I feel like I'm not excited for the next episode because you know, like I would be excited even despite T- Bet and Tina leaving, I would be excited if I knew I was getting more Danny Gigi fun, mm-hmm. you know, interesting stuff. But I'm like, okay, there's gonna be one shitty, one more shitty episode with Gigi, like where she's gonna be in a coma or something. Like nah, that's not <laughs> gonna be fun to watch. She's in a coma the whole episode, and then <laughs> I know, at the like, very end, she wakes up and she's like, "I'm in love with you, Ned." I know. Like I feel like that's like, what they're gonna do with her, and I'm just like not. <laughs> About, you know that sounds terrible like I'm, yeah. it doesn't sound fun at all so i'm like i'm almost like you know i'm not i'm just not excited about the next episode like you know hmm. like well, i, was I am excited to recap the next episode because i'm here no matter what and i will be forcing <laughs> you my wife to watch it too <laughs> um you're gonna watch it i feel like yeah, of course I'll watch it. I mean, um, but there you're saying there's just not as much to look forward to with these. Yeah, movies. yeah, yeah. Like I'm not like after the first episode, I was like, oh, that was great ending. Looking forward to the next one. Now I'm like, okay, great. Bet and Tina are gone, and they t-boned Gigi. What t-boned. am I looking? What am I looking forward to? Yeah, like well, what, I what? think they're trying to win us over with the you know with Fletcher bringing Carrie back. There's like a musical episode we're gonna get at some point there. They're really trying to throw some party favors at us. We'll see. I mean, and maybe they can turn it around. You know, maybe I'm, you know, I'm kind of disappointed right now, but then maybe like, you know, they will turn around, turn around later. So I'm, you know, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. we will see. Well, everyone, I want to thank you for tuning in. If you haven't yet, please go ahead and leave us a review or rate us. Uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, rating us helps get our podcast ranked higher on the platforms. Also, if you're watching, make sure you subscribe. Like I said, we're trying to hit that 1,000 subscribers goal on YouTube. So, uh, yeah, it would really mean a lot if you could do that. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I will be back in a few days with a recap of episode three. And thank you to Ro for being on here and also for being so beautiful and so awesome. (laughs) Yeah, thanks. It was fun. And uh, we will uh, see you until next time. Toodaloo. (laughs) Working on my (laughs) podcast endings. What do you think of Toodaloo? Should I keep Toodaloo? (laughs) No.